Welcome to Squawk 5353, the Private Pilot Podcast, Episode 32. I'm your host, Izzy Simon, a private pilot sharing my tips and tricks to make the skies a safer place. In today's episode, I'll be sharing with you ways to finance your private pilot training. Stay tuned for all this and more in Squawk 5353. Before we begin this week's episode, I'd like to encourage you to consider donating to my Patreon. For those of you who don't know, Patreon is a way for you to financially support the show. This show takes a lot of time each week to research, write, record, and edit. It would mean the world to me if you went over to my Patreon and donated to the show. A link to my Patreon can be found in the show notes. Also, make sure to tune in to next week's episode where I share with you a review of EAA AirVenture 2021 including the story of how I flew into AirVenture this year. And now to today's main topic, financing your private pilot license. As many of you know, learning to fly can be incredibly expensive. Depending on your goals and type of license or certification you need, you can pay as much as $100,000 if you're going for your ATP. However, all ratings are not that expensive. Your sport pilot's license can run you about $3,000 to $7,000, whereas your private pilot license can run you anywhere from $15 to $20 for a typical student. For me, however, I completed my private pilot's license in only $13,000. Much of the savings was in part due to my countless hours on the ground out of the classroom studying for my private pilot checkride and written exam, as well as reviewing procedures so I didn't have to relearn them every time I got into the airplane. I received my private pilot's license with only 44 hours in the logbook. However, many students are told to expect anywhere from 50 to 60 hours in their logbook before completing their checkride. The prices of getting your pilot's license often scare people away before they even begin their journey of becoming a pilot. However, that should not be the case. By getting your private pilot's license, you are in turn investing in yourself, which is the best investment you can make. Acquiring a valuable skill like flying is not only rewarding on a personal level, it can also become a very lucrative career, or even can come in handy in the business setting. Just like buying a new car, there are multiple ways for you to finance your training. An option that is typically most scary for new pilots is getting a loan for your private pilot training. There are a variety of lenders that offer loans specific to aviation training and flight schools. The specifics of the loan terms depends on each institution and what program they have set up. If you are looking to obtain some kind of financing for a flight training, this is a great place to start. Since many of these programs are specifically tailored to those looking to learn to fly, they offer favorable terms and know exactly how to handle your request. Some of the top lending providers are AOPA Flight Training Financing, which obviously is provided through AOPA or the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association, the ATP Flight School Financing, LendingTree also has financing options with a specific focus on flight school loans, as well as pilotfinance.com. Some of these lenders focus more on the personal aviation side, while others specialize in helping those who want to make flying their career. Make sure you look at all the available options and choose the best one for your situation. If you plan on becoming a professional pilot and are attending an accredited school, you might qualify to get a federal student loan. These federal student loans meant to cover the cost of education and feature low rates of interest and standardized process to get approved. 
Again, however, if you are getting your private pilot's license just for your personal use outside of an accredited university, you will not be able to get funding from the federal government. Your third option for a loan is a personal loan. Many banks offer loans that can be used for a variety of reasons without the bank even asking what the funds will be used for. They offer the benefit of having a fixed rate and monthly payment until the loan is paid off. An option like this is great because instead of looking at it like a large expense of being a $10,000 hit, you can pay $250 a month until it's paid off. Now this is simply an example, the amount you need to borrow, the interest rate, and monthly payment will depend on what your bank offers. If you can afford to work a few hundred dollars per month into your budget, this may be a great option for you to pay for your flight training and not have to stress about coming up with the money in one large payment. Dealing with lenders or banks is oftentimes difficult and interest rates are not always favorable. In that case, there are a plethora of federal grants as well as scholarships to help motivated individuals get their pilot's license. A federal grant is a great way to pay for a portion of your flight training. If you aren't familiar with grants, they are literally free money from the government to help you pay for educational needs. The specific grant in this case is called the Pell Grant. The Pell Grant is awarded based on financial need and can cover as much as $5,500 worth of education and does not need to be paid back. The U.S. government site for the Pell Grant provides a plethora of information for you as a pilot or future pilot looking to finance your training. In addition to grants, you have scholarships. There are many organizations out there that offer scholarships to help people achieve their dream of learning to fly. The details of what they cover and who qualifies can vary based on the organization. There are many very popular aviation organizations which provide scholarships, as well as scholarships provided from many other lesser-known aviation organizations. The main ones include AOPA, or the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association, EAA, or the Experimental Aircraft Association, the Future and Active Pilot Advisors, Women in Aviation, and the 99. I actually applied to a scholarship this week through the National Gay Pilots Association. The National Gay Pilots Association, or the NGPA, is handing out over $150,000 in scholarships alone this year. These scholarships attract students nationally and are often very difficult to receive. That being said, there are many scholarships which are offered locally, many of which are through your local EAA chapter. I've linked some of the major scholarships in the show notes for today's show, but if you look up simply aviation scholarships, you will find so many websites filled with individuals who are willing to donate their money to help other students become pilots. One of the main reasons that earning any pilot's license is so expensive is due to the number of hours you have to practice. Renting an airplane or hiring an instructor is very expensive. One way to significantly lower the cost of earning your ATP designation or your airline transport pilot designation is to first get as far as earning your CFI or your certified flight instructor designation. The hours you spend teaching others to fly will count towards the large number of hours you need to get for a license. So, instead of spending a ton of money gaining experience, you can make extra money and essentially fly for free. If this is something you might be interested, make sure to ask about it when you talk to your flight school. They will likely be able to give you great advice and insight into how to do this for yourself. For those folks who might be interested in serving in the military, are currently serving in the military, or are a veteran, you may qualify for flight training through the military or be eligible to use the GI Bill.
Joining the military is a big life decision and not to be taken lightly. If your goal is to become a pilot within the military, you'll have to dedicate a lot of time going through the training, higher education, officers training, and learning to fly with them. Flying with the military is a lot of work, but it will give you an opportunity not only to learn to fly, but to pilot some of the most advanced aircraft in the world. There are pilot training positions in nearly every branch of the military, from the Army to the Navy, from the Air Force, and to the Marine Corps. For those who have already served their time in the military, you also might be eligible to use the GI Bill to pay for flight school. According to the United States Department of Veteran Affairs, you can use your benefits to pay for a degree program that consists of flight training at a public university, a degree program that consists of flight training at a private university, or a vocational program at a standalone Part 141 flight school. There are certain criteria you have to meet in order to take advantage. For a more detailed breakdown of the program and its requirements, you can check out the Veteran Affairs page on the topic. If you are still young and plan to learn to fly later in life, it's a good idea to start putting some money aside into your savings account as soon as possible. Having some money saved up for flight training when you first start will make life much easier than if you need to finance the entire amount. The other benefit of having money saved up is that when you start training, you won't risk running out of money and then feel like you need to start over in a few months when you have money again. Saving money isn't always the easiest thing to do, but I recommend opening a savings account specifically for your future flight training and start putting away money bit by bit. Your final options include becoming a commercial pilot or finding an airline to sponsor you. One way to not only save money on how much you have to spend on flight training, but actually get paid to fly is to take a job as a commercial pilot. In order to do this, you'll first have to earn your private pilot's license and then go on to earn your commercial pilot's license. Once you've done this, you can take jobs that pay to you to fly. If you want to someday earn your air transport pilot license and become a pilot for a major airline, you're going to need a lot of hours in the air. Many times when people think of aviation careers, they simply think about the commercial side of things. However, once you become a commercial pilot, there are a variety of things you can do before becoming a commercial pilot, such as becoming a cargo pilot, a banner tow pilot, skydive jump pilot, a server pilot, and so much more. Your final option is airline-sponsored training. Many of the major airlines have programs to help potential pilots cover the costs of flight school and pilot training. In these programs, you would be hired by a specific airline and put through training so that you can eventually work for them as a pilot. You'll have to meet all the requirements and pass all of the training, but considering they can help you cover a large portion of your expenses, it might be very well worth it. These programs are often called cadet programs and are offered through the ATP Flight School, the American Airlines Cadet Program, JetBlue, Envoy Air, PSA Airlines, and Air Wisconsin Airlines. Most of these airlines will consider interviewing you once you have about 500 hours total time. As you can see, there are lots of ways to help cover the cost of earning your pilot's license. Like any other big life decision, make sure to take your time and do your research before making any decisions. A good plan of action is always to start by thinking about which pilot's license you want to get and where you want it to take you. After that, you can work with a few schools and get a clear idea of the total cost. Make sure to do your work outside of the classroom so that you're not paying an instructor to sit there while you try and relearn using your E6B for the fourth time.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Squawk 5353, the Private Pilot Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure to check out last week's episode where I talk about unusual arrivals into EAA AirVenture. A link to all the resources used in today's show can be found in the show notes. Also in the show notes is a link to my Patreon. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, it would mean the world to me if you went over to my Patreon and supported the show. To access the show notes, simply click on the player image in whatever podcast listening platform you are using. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so that new episodes are automatically downloaded to your device, and share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Squawk 5353, the Private Pilot Podcast. I'm your host, Izzy Simon, and let's make the skies a safer place. Thank you.